Hey there, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters. The transit. Yeah, that's right. You can clap. Sure. Why not? One person clapping is probably sadder than no people clapping, <laughs> but we're going to keep going. It's the transatlantic panel show that pits U.S. and U.K. comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. Now, the U.S. and the U.K. have a great deal in common. Alcoholism, sports fanaticism, <laughs> uh, electing politicians on the basis that they might be funny. The one thing that we do not have in common, guys, is the summer. Now, Labor Day marks the end of America's storied summertime filled with beach blasts and summer flings and running after the ice cream man, which we don't actually do anymore. Now we just use Uber Hot Fudge Sunday. <laughs> but in Britain, there are literally only about three weeks during the summer when it's not just shitting down rain onto everyone's barbecues. So to all our British listeners out there, congratulations. Our summer is over. America is now as miserable as you are. Are you happy now, British panelists? <laughs> Very. Although that's not factually correct, though, is it? Because you're like, don't you not have yeah, seasons I was, where you are? I was, I was trying to be relatable. We are in Los Angeles <laughs> where it's really gorgeous all the time. Sorry. Now, luckily, I have got the cure for the summertime blues. A little transatlantic trivia, folks. You're listening to International Waters. And in this episode, we are back to our usual state of Skype-based transatlantic competition. So anything could go wrong at any time. Get ready. Over in our London studio, playing for the country that can't keep anything together, be it England and Scotland or Kate Middleton's legs. Huh? Am I right? <laughs> it's stand-up and star of Channel 4's Star Stories, Fergus Craig. Fergus, hello. Hi, guys. How are you, Fergus? <laughs> I'm really good. Yeah. Is it a, is it a Craig or Craig? I'm slightly depressed that my latest credit was from... Seven years ago or something. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> no, no. That's, okay. That's okay. I'm still MTV's Dave Holmes a decade later. So <laughs> okay. on that. Uh, no, do we call you Fergus Craig or Fergus Craig? Wait, it's Craig here, but yeah. uh, in the States it's Craig. I know there's another Craig on the bill. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, how you doing, Craig? <laughs> I'm good. So what are you? Are you Nate Craig? Or I'm Craig. Nate Craig. It's, you but say I, Craig. I believe the, I believe it comes from Craig, correct? Yes, that is the, well, Craig. That's the original. Well, Craig, that's what I've always said. That's what... Yeah, although the Scottish pronunciation would be Craig, wouldn't it? Would it? Yeah. So wouldn't we've... be Craig. Wow. Okay. Well, that's well this is fascinating. Isn't it? We're so glad I brought it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out over the course of the show. Also, playing for the country where English muffins are just called muffins, it's comedy writer Sophie Black. Hello, Sophie. Hello. Now it is black, right? So yeah, I, I think we all. Okay. I get really excited if uh, someone asks me how to spell my name or pronounce it, but it's usually because they've misheard it. Yeah. How do the Scottish say it? Well, funnily enough, it is a Scottish name, uh, oh. but yeah, they say black. Ah, oh, very good. Yeah, thanks. Educational today. Yeah. Now we're going to get to know our teams a little bit better throughout the show, but for now, Team UK, I'm going to need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents your great nation at this moment in time. Okay, I know that for the last episode, they had Scotland. That's kind of still what's going on. Really? And now um, they're ahead in the polls, the people who want to leave. What about ahead in the polls? So Braveheart. I think Braveheart. Ooh. Or just no, finished. That's too, it's too I long. think just finished. Like because our country is essentially within <laughs> two weeks, our country will be over. It will. We won't have a country. No, it will be the ununited kingdom. Wow. So I, I'm with God, that. This is a if depressing you want to go finished, start. Well, it's not necessarily depressing. No, okay. Maybe it's new beginnings. But I finished. I think finished. Finished, finished yeah. is going to be. Wow. Oh, this, show, <laughs> this episode has historical significance. Maybe. Yeah. Like you're either absolutely right or you're absolutely wrong. All right, finished. Moving swiftly on, playing for the nation that is super excited to have someone to bomb again. He's a stand-up comic from the legendary Chicago comedy collective, The Blurds. You can see him regularly performing around this great nation. It's Nate Craig. Uh, Craig. Craig? Yes. Nate Craig? Yeah. And that credit is Everybody also from eight years ago, yes. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. We are up to the minute on this show. Also playing for the nation that is celebrating the return of Burger King chicken fries. Like they'd gone off to war or something. She's a writer, actress, improviser, and Jersey girl. Currently performing her one-woman show at the UCB. It's Santina Muha. Hello. Santina, how are you? Great. I don't know how to pronounce my last name, actually. Okay. I just said Muha. Does, <laughs> yeah. that, does that ring true? Yeah, that's one of the the, the ways. Muha is also an option. Muha. Okay. Or just the... Mwah. Oh, I like that. <laughs> mm. How about Muha got you all in check? 
Yeah. Can I do oh that? Oh my god! Do you oh, know that I met good. Buster Rhymes once, and I told him that people used to call me that in eighth grade, and he loved it. I bet he did. He let out a big Busta laugh, and he made me tell all his security guards. Oh wow, that's awesome! Yeah. I wrote a rap for Busta Rhymes to do with Martha Stewart on one of her uh, Christmas specials, yeah. uh, to the tune of "Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Could See," <laughs> and he deemed it whack. Oh. <laughs> to my face. That's a real true okay. thing. It was right. deemed whack. It was deemed whack. <laughs> Directly into my grill. I went to a Buster Rhymes gig recently. Yeah. And uh, it was 10 minutes before the end of the show, and they were trying to turn out the lights. You know, he'd only been on for 10 minutes, and they were trying to turn out the lights because he'd come on stage really late. And yeah. He was going, he was going, they're trying to cut the lights and the electrics on this show, but they don't understand. It's been too damn long since I've been here. And they, I don't stop for no one. And then they just cut the lights midway through his next song. <laughs> oh, no. So that did, was it. Did they cut the mic? That's the that's oh, the shit. final straw. Yeah, the mic, the lights, oh, oh, everything. Oh, shit. Yeah, Ouch. Yeah. Wow. That was that. Well, did you get your money's worth? Get was to your gig time? on time, Busta. <laughs> I got enough hip-hop to get me through the next six months. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> a, a little Busta goes a long, long way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Team US, I'm going to need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents America. I like chicken fries. I like that, too. Why not? Do you like chicken fries? No, <laughs> but I like it for a buzz-in word. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Have, you had, a, have you had chicken I fries? I have tried chicken. Well, no, no. You know what? I tried chicken rings. Oh, okay. I tried chicken oh, rings. No. Even less natural. At, at White uh -huh. Castle, yeah. Okay. Ever since I saw that pink pudding... Thing, yeah. I can't eat any chicken products at fast food. Yeah, it's perfect for us. Yeah, chicken fries. Chicken, chicken fries. fries it is. Okay. Wow. USA. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's play International Waters. We're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up that we like to call What's the Story? You will be awarded two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but funny, you know, like when Dick Cheney shot that old guy in the face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that's pretty much awful but also hilarious, and if it happened right now in front of me, I would award it one point. <laughs> okay. Buzz in with your buzz in words when you know the answer. Question number one. Shockwaves went through both the nerd and the poser communities last week as Apple announced what... New wearable Finished. computer. Finished chicken fries. Oh, oh. I, I heard UK first. Oh, I might have said that a little too quickly. Okay, what oh, did you, you say though? Because I you don't know it. the answer. You possibly. Can I pass it over to you? Right. Okay. So you're gonna <laughs> give in the word, and I'm gonna give the answers. Is that what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll right. just say finished. Think, was it a watch? The iWatch. Oh no, I was it right. was the Apple Watch. It was the Apple Watch. I doubted Absolutely. myself. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Finally, you can spend three hundred and forty-nine dollars to tell the time. The watch will display your phone's notifications, plus it comes with fitness apps that you can use to keep in shape while you're in line for the next Apple Watch. In case you want to sweat on the watch that you paid too much for. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I actually, I just for the fitness tracking, I really want it. And also because it's new and shiny and I yeah, want to be the first tell, to have it. Tell yeah. the truth, Dave. You... Okay, all right, that's fair. <laughs> also, good teamwork, UK. One yeah, of you buzzes yeah. in, one of yeah. you answers. United. You, you know your strengths, you know yeah. your weaknesses. Still, still united. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Still united. Country or no country. Yeah. You're not finished. <laughs> Believe in yourself. All right, Thanks, for a bonus guys. point, what is another obsolete piece of technology that Apple can make cool again? For example, the uh, the Apple Sundial or the Apple Zoom. Chicken fries. U.S. Uh, the Apple Talkboy. Remember the Talkboy? No, I don't remember the Talkboy. Oh, boy. it came out when Home Alone was uh, big in the theaters, and it was a Talkboy, and you could s talk into it, and then it would like slow down your voice and make it sound like your dad was home, or speed up your voice, and then you could just like prank each other all day. Wow. You know, like you would say, "Hey, what's up? Uh, I'm I'm coming over," and then you would do it in like your friend's crush's voice, and then she'd be waiting all day, but he wouldn't come. It's mean, but it's. It's really mean, and it's really awful, and it's really sophisticated. Thank you. I like it. I'm going to give you a point for that. Yeah. Anybody good. else? Um, the Apple Apple. Ah. <laughs> what does it do? The Apple Apple. It, it, it digests quicker. You know what? Just for your confidence in selling me a half idea, I'm going to give you a point. Thanks, man. Anyone else? How about Apple Gluten? How about that? Okay. Oh, yeah. no, you can't uh, eat... Freely eat low-grade starch anymore, and I just feel like I grew. I was raised on it. I grew up on it. I want it back in my life. Uh -huh. I can't get it at a restaurant. Uh, maybe something that uh, that is not good for me, but doesn't hurt me so much. I didn't believe in you, but you turned me around. <laughs> Point to you. Yeah. Uh, chicken fries. Oh God, U.S. Keep I them got coming. It. All right, you remember that doll, my buddy? Sure. 
Okay, what about if, if Apple did an app called My Boyfriend, okay? And so it will text you throughout the day, uh, good morning, babe. And how about like if you post a selfie? Wow, you look so hot in that pic you just posted. Some like nice, you know, fake Apple boyfriend loving. <laughs> I'm going to give you a point because I feel like you need it. <laughs> you just gave me low self-esteem and it made me very sad. Okay. Believe in yourself, <laughs> Santina. You're beautiful. This, this point you've got us all in check. Apple Incorporated. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Apple, I esteem. All right, question number two. <laughs> Transcontinental sex party news. A travel firm for U.S. swingers is hosting a giant sex party somewhere in the United Kingdom, but around which British TV show are they theming their sexy shenanigans? Oh. Uh-oh. I like that. Nobody, huh? Finish. <laughs> UK? Regular fries. <laughs> UK. Is it Dragon's Den? I don't know what the fuck that is. That sounds horrible. Yeah. Oh, wait, is that Shark Tank? That's Shark Tank, right? Mm. That's wow. the UK version of Shark Tank. I think Love so, yeah. Shark it's like Tank. a business show. People come with their ideas. So that would just be like people would pitch... Yeah, pitch people would pitch ideas. sex position ideas people at you, and you would pay them for them. Idea, new ideas for ways of having sex in a den. That just sounds like prostitution to me. Yeah, Fergus Craig, <laughs> uh, you are incorrect, but I'll give you a point anyway. Why not? <laughs> U.S. To, to steal. I wish I was better a versed. Bit taller. You I wish, wish you were. I a wish baller. I was better versed on on television. Over the overseas, but I'm not. It wow. feels like it should be our it's, territory. It's on, we should it's know on, the answer to this. It's on this side of the of the ocean as well. Oh, okay. And, and everyone obsesses over it. All right, five, four, three, two, one. Top the man. answer is Downton Abbey. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh. oh. What do you mean, uh, come on? I don't know. You just, come on. All right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, all right. The answer is Downton Abbey. An erotic <gasps> travel company is taking over a mansion in Devon oh, for its Pleasure Castle event. It's billed as a sexy and erotic Downton Abbey experience. The erotic agency is called ShoesOnly.com. A ShoesOnly.com is a lot less suspicious on your credit card bill than Five Night Fuck Fest in an old house. Oh, my God. Sounds, like <laughs> <dot com. laughs> Sounds more like Downton Flabby. Whoa! Probably. Uh, all right. I can't believe events... I'd forgotten. I, rem- I, I totally forgot about that. I booked that for my parents recently. For their <laughs> really? Yeah. Won't they be surprised? Oh, the Craigs. Uh, Now, one of the events offered is erotic golf, uh, which I'm not a snob, but that's a tautology, right? All golf is erotic. I was going to say, is there any other kind of We've all seen Rory McIlroy. It's the most erotic. (laughs) For a bonus point, let's sex up some more British shows. For example, Dr. Screw, or Call the Midwife, a Dirty Slut. (laughs) Chicken fries. U.S. Okay, uh, I was just recently introduced to a show called I Am Spasticus. So I am proposing I Am Sexticus. Where uh, people, it's a prank show, right? So yeah. they're going to go up and uh, just like really hardcore proposition strangers. Okay. And that's the show. Okay. Yeah. So we these... could do that here. Let's do that. Let's just do it. Let's just do that after the show right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh. we're right by MacArthur Park. We got the, the pick right. of the litter. That's right. Anybody else? One oh, point, sure. Um, all penises, great and small. Oh yeah, yeah, I like that. I mean, do you have to? Do you know the original do, show for that pun? Do I? <laughs> Tricky woo. Uh, anybody else? Yes, one point. Uh, how about Fabab, which is just like you just get to make out with guys with fabulous hot abs. Fab abs all day. Fantastic. Two points. Because I want to be on that show. What all about right. Strictly come. <laughs> strictly, strictly come on come. my back. <laughs> Two points. That's my favorite thing I've heard Thanks. in a long time. How about does All this right. does this make any sense? Premier League footballs. Yes. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Half a point yeah. for a for, for for a foot fetish. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're getting into fractions now. Half a point. Let's move on. <laughs> question number three and the last question: uh, U.S. consumers are outraged because the U.K. are putting their British lips on a new beverage before the U.S.A. get themselves a sip. Which intensely American company is trialing its first new product in eight years in the U.K.? Chicken fries. U.S. Coca-Cola. Yes, but what, what is it? What's the product? Oh, it's... Um, Coca-Cola's been around for a long time. We all know about it. It's, uh, it's tea and scones. No, Fizzy no, tea and scones. No, it's, no, it's not. Finish. No, it's not. But I really I like the way you swung on the way down. One point for you. Uh, UK. <laughs> is it Coca-Cola Life? It is Coca-Cola Life. Congre- yes, correct. It's in a green can. It is meant to be healthy because it's got a third less sugar than regular Coca-Cola. Oh, good. Yeah, their sugar's been replaced with a sweetener called Stevia, Ugh. which we all know from Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because they poison the lady with it. I'm sorry, I'm not going to wait for you to catch up. 
<laughs> if you haven't seen all of Breaking Bad by now, I can't help you. And if you if like the first time you see this woman putting stevia in her tea and stirring it around in a really uptight way, you have to know she's going to get poisoned with stevia at the end. Mm-hmm. Put two and two together. Sorry, I've gone off on a tangent. One point for you guys. <laughs> uh, we actually have some cans of Coke Life in the British studio and uh, British comics. We would like for you to describe it to your American oh, cousins and make us all super jealous that you got VIP priority. Mm. Go ahead. I'm actually on a, uh, Ooh, That, that already that? sounds refreshing. Yeah, that's good. That wasn't recorded? No, this, this is, is real. real. There's gonna be this another is live. Wow. It looks weird. Jeez. I'm actually yeah. on an exclusion diet, strictly on orders mm. from my doctor, and I'm gonna break that diet <laughs> and yeah. not even look at the ingredients yeah. and have this. Okay. Wow. What, what are you? What are you excluding from your diet? Coke That's Life, so nice. specifically listed. It, oh my god! Talk, talk me through some tasting notes here. Okay, firstly, you need to know a bit of background. I know this isn't okay. helping, but I have. I used to be addicted to Diet Coke, and I haven't yeah. drunk it for four months. Oh no! Oh, congratulations! I know. <laughs> no, like, oh no, we're opening I, the I gates. I just tasted that. Oh my god, that's so good. It's is actually good? genuinely. Mm. It's nice and really it's, good. Yeah, it's yeah, like, well, really. There's way too much sugar exactly in real like, Coke. It's exactly like Coke, and Coke but is just not. It doesn't leave that kind of woolly thing in your mouth. Oh, you know that woolly thing. Do you guys get that? Black? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's what are what are the what are the colors? What are the colors like? I think oh, it, it looks like Coke. My, pour when pour I was over a... ice and let us listen to it. <laughs> uh, we don't, it's just England. But we hey, don't listen, have listen, ice. listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> Sorry, I really like doing it. It's good that we all knew that that was soda going into right, it. Right, right. Yeah. That could have been. Yeah. Otherwise, it sounded like flop out of a sewer. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, my dad yeah. would always try and explain things that adults like in yeah. the context of Coca-Cola. Yeah. He would always say, like, for mummies and daddies, sex is <laughs> like, like Coca-Cola for you. <laughs> like, as in, that, that's why he Things we enjoy. Yeah, that's Spot know. on. Yeah. Have you found that to be true? <laughs> yeah, it's exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. In I that I don't have it that often. I guess I'm sold on Coke Life. I'll give it a try. Totally. I'm not a yeah. soda guy by and large, but why not? I'll give it one. Yeah, we've... I'll give it one try. I don't Boringly drink regular quite like Coke. It. There's way too it's, much sugar in there. There's no. way too much sugar. Yeah. No. Well, a third of the sugar is like ten times as much of the sugar in anything else still. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. right, yeah. That's probably why I like it. So yeah, it's a, like a cautious, a tentative thumbs up for Coke Life. Yeah. You never think of it like you're drinking hard candy, but that's what yeah. it is. If they uh, melted hard candy down yeah. and you drank it. Yeah. A massive handful of a, sugar packets A huge handful. A, a pint of... Pop rocks. Ugh, there's a, a pint of straight <laughs> sugar melted down. Oh, there's a boy, YouTube nice. video out of like what it would look, what it looks like when you burn out the liquid of a Coke. I've seen that. And it's it, sludge. Yeah, it's Coke death. Oh. That's Coke death. It's yeah. like this is it's Coke ten life. minutes of a Russian man boiling the Coke on that video. Yeah. Yeah. Russian yeah. Man it's a Russian man. man. So, you, if you want to do it, it is your choice. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but just so you know, when you drink the Coke, this is what you're drinking. Yeah. That's fine. If you want to do it, this is fine. Uh, <laughs> I've changed my vote. Thumbs down for Coke life. Uh, I, I don't think I'm going to do it. I think yeah. I'm going to stick with water. Yeah. And yeah. Beer and wine and whiskey. All right. Uh, bonus point. Invent the next Coca-Cola spinoff that reflects our current culture, i.e. Paleo Diet Coke, which is just liquidized pork in a can. Or Coke Coke, which gives you the energy and confidence to direct Transformers 5. <laughs> um, finished. UK. Um, well, Coke with alcohol in it, essentially. Okay. It? But that okay. exists, doesn't it? Jack Daniels and Coke you can buy in a shop, in a can. That could be Scottish Coke. Scottish Coke. There we go. Scottish we Coke. that in. Sure. apple in it. And oil. I support it. Point for that. U.S., anything? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, chicken fries. Yeah. Uh, I would like to have Coke with nuts. Because I found living in Los Angeles, there's just... And you know what I think in America these days? You just can't have nuts anymore. And no? I'm like a nuts girl. Me too. Yeah, and it's like they take nuts out of everything... And I'm like, let's start putting nuts back into some stuff. Yeah. If you're allergic to it, tough shit. Don't get it. Don't pop it open. Yeah, don't nuts. even brand Coca-Nuts. it as Coca-Cola nuts. Just have one in every five cans has nuts <laughs> in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Toughen Americans yeah. right back up. Roll the dice, America, yeah. on Coke with nuts. <laughs> Point to you. Thanks. All right. Now, Fergus and Sophie got to taste something that we here in the U.S. did not. So I thought that we would return the favor by offering the American comics something that, to our knowledge, cannot be found in the UK. 
I hope anyway that it can't be found in the UK. Santina and Nate, yeah. five bonus points are available to you if you are willing to taste and describe Budweiser's Bud Light and Clamato. That's right. Ah. This that is coming into our studio right now is a 25 ounce can of Bud Light Tomato and clam juice. Have we had? Do we have any takers? Oh, here you go, guys. Kaboom! Oh, oh does that sound refreshing? <laughs> oh man. I love Bloody Marys, but I'm not yeah. a huge. And I love like linguine with clam sauce. Sure. I think you need to explain you... what this is. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So clam. Well, I are, it's I, tomato like, honestly, beer. I already did. I've already told you it's too much. It's tomato beer. Oh. It's beer with uh, with tomato juice, and the tomato juice also has clam juice. It's uh, like... so clam juice. You mean like juice from clams? Yeah, I mean like juice from clams. I yeah, I mean that's that, exactly what like I mean by clams. Like a fishy broth. Thing. Yeah, like a fishy broth. All right. I don't uh, know. Wow. Okay. Have you ever had a michelada? No. Also, no. it's like uh, what is it's that? like uh, tomato juice and beer. They serve it at all the finest uh, Mexican establishments here in Los Angeles. Oh, good for them. <laughs> well, good morning and cheers. That is not bad. Cheers. It's not bad at all. It, it's it's not bad. terrible um, mm. <clears throat> right after a cup of coffee, but it's yeah. I would drink this. Yeah. Would you drink it at ten thirty in the morning like you're doing right now? Definitely not. No. But I would drink it. Uh, I would drink it after the sun goes down for sure. Sure. This makes me want to get on an airplane for some reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh huh. The great taste of a Chili's 2 at an airport bar, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. No, I would drink this at 10.30 in the morning. This would be yeah. perfect at breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a good, like, hair of the dog morning beer. You know, it it's a I'm good, really... cheaper Bloody Mary. With some huevos? Yeah, 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 and some hot sauce. There you go. Yeah. Wow. It's just tomato beer. What are you guys doing after Mexicans this? Mexicans love it. <laughs> get drunk at noon. <laughs> I'm really jealous. I mean, yeah. what we had was just essentially it's basically Coke. Coke. <laughs> yeah. And you, I can, I can no, in no way comprehend what you just drank. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but honestly, it's got layers. Yeah. It's got layers and it's this got levels. The like, there's initially like a beer, and then it really, it kind of. If it, it Scotland ends up... was Mexico, you guys would have this in every store <laughs> in your country. Mm. There are so few new experiences around in life anymore. It sounds like you guys just have one. <laughs> <laughs> really what a finish. What a finish on this thing, huh? Yeah, yeah. it's good. Delicious. All right, five points for Team US. We yeah. Would... And at the end of that first round, the scores are... That 0.5 I got might make the difference. It, well, it just might. USA is in the lead with 13.5. The UK has got 10. We're in the lead. USA. All yeah. right. Now, like I said, I'm going to get to know the teams in between rounds. So, US, let's say hello to you first. Nate, you are one of 12 Chicago stand-ups who uh -huh. formed the Blurreds. Mm -hmm. For those who might not have heard of them, what what was that all about? Uh, that was just a... a blog site and a video site we did a bunch of stuff online content eventually became the show mashup on comedy central and now uh will never be heard from again oh why not i don't know everybody kind of launched their own careers out of it and it was a, a good thing for a bunch of people it's kumail nanjiani tj miller uh -huh. um sean flannery jared logan myself right. bunch of really hilarious guys from chicago it was great it was a lot of fun and then but you I like know, all those people maybe yeah. we'll do live shows at some point you're not closing the door on a reunion of the blurts no 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 you're already here first yeah. international waters listeners now one of the longest running los angeles traditions that i know about is a massive party that you throw at your beach house yeah. on july 4th <laughs> which i've never been invited to incidentally but that's okay you're invited we're, forever we've only just met we've only you're invited met. forever what is the craziest thing to happen at one of these parties um i mean everybody's on mushrooms sure and um, there's fireworks there's in the marina, which is like 200 yards away from my house. Yeah. And this year I threw up laughing for the first time in my life. Wow. wow. Yeah, what, never, what? What happened? I, we were just on mushrooms, were on mushrooms and, and some somebody else. Um, it, it's it too much. It would be not as funny now. But okay. It was <laughs> funny enough to make me throw up. We can do mushrooms. But can I can I ask? <laughs> just to did get that us there, ruin mentally. laughing for you for just a little? Because you know when you throw up a food and then you're like, oh, I don't want to eat that whole. for a while. Yeah. yeah. Did it ruin laughing? No, no, not at all. I was oh, laughing. I laughed harder after. Okay, I, good. As and after, <laughs> I, during and post. Throw, uh, throw. Okay. Count me the in way for you, next July Fourth. The way you said it wouldn't be funny now, like sounded quite sinister. Like you were <laughs> like, <laughs> like watching someone die. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, we were. We were. One of our friends wasn't doing so well. And uh, my neighbor, who is a wonderful man, he's a Buddhist, and he's always chanting and trying to put good energy out there. He oh. also plays uh, the trumpet, uh, sometimes uh, not so well. Um, and he, he was trying to help this young man, and he wound up just playing his trumpet straight in his face. And, and me and my other <laughs> friends thought that was the funniest thing we'd ever seen. Because uh, our, our other friend was in really bad shape and did not need a, a horn <laughs> blown in his face. And, and, oh. and we were already... We were already just, just absolutely shit housed and and shrooming, uh, you know. We we're on hallucinogens, and and yeah. this was the funniest thing we'd ever seen in our life. Oh my god! 
Shithoused and shrooming. <laughs> Shithoused and shrooming. Yep. Yep. They were a good double act. Nate uh, Craig's debut celebrating album. Celebrating our, our, our indi- the independence of this, this oh, my yeah. God. nation. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Hurry up, summertime 2015. <laughs> in, celebrating the independence from my consciousness. <laughs> now, Santina Muha, got yeah. you on check. You are currently performing your solo show, That yeah. Girl in the Wheelchair. That's right. At the UCB Theater here in L.A. The next performance is September 30th? Yes, 9.30 at 9.30. 9.30. Now, in the listings, you say that strangers have been unknowingly giving you material for most of your life. So <laughs> is this a show about how other people react to you being in a wheelchair? Partly, yeah. A lot of it has to do with just the, the crazy things people have said to me. Mm-hmm. Just like? as People will constantly ask me about my sex life. Can you have sex? How do you have sex? It's the first question that many men will ask me. Oh, how? Oh. Very, it's romantic, right? You see why I need a boyfriend app? Mm -hmm. And um, that doesn't ask me that. I'm sure it will. There'll be a glitch and I'll get a text. (laughs) Hey, how do you have sex? (laughs) Boyfriend app, I hate you. Um, I don't know. So, and people, you know, everybody feels like they want to relate to me in some way. You know, they broke their ankle for two weeks. I literally had a guy say this to me one time. Uh, I only have one testicle, so I know exactly how you feel. (laughs) Okay, because I don't even have one testicle, so (laughs) how could you say that? No, it's just so absurd, you know? So these are the types of things people have said to me over the years. And I also kind of make fun of the stupid things that I've done myself, you know, just coming into my own because I've been in a wheelchair since I was a little girl, since I was six. So I've gone through all of the awkward phases of life. People asking me at 12 years old, how do you have sex? I mean, now I can answer. But at 12, I'm not going to, I don't know. And it's not cool in middle school to say, I don't know. So I had to make up, I don't make stuff up. I had to be witty, you know. And here you are. And here I am. Performing regularly at UCB. Yes. Love it. Thank you, weirdos and assholes and strangers. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, the year in college that I came out of the closet, like so many people were like, pulled me aside and like, I was molested. Oh like, my I don't God. need to know your personal thing now. <laughs> and also, I was it was at a Catholic school. Like I found out who all the secret Jews were. Oh right. Because they were like, like would honestly pull me aside oh and they're like, God. "You're so brave to come out of the closet." I'm actually Jewish. I had no idea that was even. That's I mean, a thing. there is an episode of Nine Hundred Two and actually. Oh sure. Where the uh, the leader of the sorority house is a secret Jew. So actually, right. I did know about that. <laughs> I cannot do a fun fact about me. I can't do anything without referencing 90210. It's getting worse. Oh, my God. You guys, let's fucking hang out and do mushrooms and be best friends. (laughs) You guys can come, too. We'll we'll keep you connected via Skype. We're going to take a little break, but we'll be right back with more International Waters after this. Hi, everybody. I'm Justin McElroy. And I'm Dr. Sydney McElroy. Every Tuesday, we bring you Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine, a show about all the dumb, weird, terrible ways that we've tried to fix each other over the years. You know, some light summer listening. Maybe you want to hear about yogurt enemas or why we tried to eat mummies for a while or why drinking cholera diarrhea sounded like a good idea. That and so much more is waiting for you every Tuesday right here on the Maximum Fun Network with Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. Welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I'm your host, Dave Holmes. With us, playing for the USA, are Nate Craig and Santina Muha over in London, playing for the UK, Fergus Craig and Sophie Black. Now it is time for a round that we are calling Channel 90s. In it, we're going to listen to TV theme songs from some of the best shows of Uh the 1990s. Will 90210 be one of them? Yes. We don't know. We don't know. We will then complain about the 90s being the last time the economy wasn't a shit show. You will get two points for correctly identifying the TV show, a whopping five points if you can sing along to the song. Oh, man. And yes, some of the theme songs will be purely instrumental. You will have to try to sing along to those, too. If you make up words, I won't be mad at you. Okay? Okay. 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 Theme USA, this is just for you. This is a British sitcom that started in the 90s. Let's hear that theme. I wish you, I knew you, it. Honestly, neither of you know this? No, know. but it's really cute. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> it's too bad my look can't translate through the microphone and into your ears, listener. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving it. the most disdainful I'm look sorry. I think I've ever given in my life. It's hurting me. Okay, UK, what was it? Absolutely fabulous. Oh, absolutely fabulous. remember I said that before. 
I mean, as a parody, I didn't yeah. know this theme yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, But you didn't I say know. it at the time that it no, would have been the saying, answer to the question. I'm just saying I knew what that is. Okay, but well, that's great. <laughs> but you don't get points for knowing what I it is. I know. Yeah. Team UK, you're up. Grab six umbrellas and 600 million Emmy nominations and roll that clip. Deny. Sorry, we don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I feel better now. Joking. No, uh, all right, it's, it's friends. Of course, oh. it's friends. Of course, it's friends. And you were sort of like, I, I will count <laughs> as singing along with it. So five points for singing along. Yeah. Uh, yes, that was "I'll Be There for You," the theme from Friends by the Rembrandts, who are a legitimately really good pop mm-hmm. group. Mm-hmm. Really? If you if you have yeah, if you haven't listened mm-hmm. to their first couple albums, you should really do it. They're fantastic. Oh. And I'm not kidding. Uh, I, that that show came out in 1994 when I had just graduated college and moved to New York City, and I would watch it every Thursday night with all my friends, and we would clap four times at the, the appropriate time. That was so, done universally, wasn't it? That's like a really embarrassing do. thing from the mid 90s. That was what was that done across do. the world every Friday night. <laughs> yeah, people. But, but it's a great show. Those no, it is a good couple thing. seasons are great. It just doesn't. Those first couple my seasons are oh, cool great. <laughs> all right, quick update about the Rembrandts still counting their friends' theme song money. Oh, absolutely, I bet. absolutely. Yeah. A big fat residuals check mm, every mm, week probably mm-hmm. and they deserve it mm. all right us this is the theme song to a british show that has been on tv for 300 years <sighs> roll it Can I guess Masterpiece Theater for every for every song here? No, no. <laughs> and that's not even a British show, is it? Maybe sure. It's just, a, it's, just a, it's a U.S. show that's supposed to be fancy, right? It's, maybe it's, it's not. The it's production not company might be U.S. Okay, okay. Oh. Um, all right, UK. Antique. Show them what time it is. What was uh, that? Antiques Roadshow. Yeah. Antiques Roadshow. Oh, how are they supposed to know that? It's because well, we have it in the U.S. I actually watched oh, Antiques oh, Roadshow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like, and wow. I think the theme song is the same. Although I've, ne- I've never watched that show on purpose. It's not the same. <laughs> no, no. Okay, because I would recognize of, that. I've stumbled on that show. Despite my performance here, I, I do have a good ear for music. <laughs> He's poking the, the I will soundproofing phone with his studio. Finger. That that is the He's case. He's gonna bring the studio down around our feet. Uh, in the UK, the theme song to Antiques Roadshow is apparently the sound of Sunday nights. So, Team UK, are you feeling Sunday night? It, it was a good. It was a good show. In the nineties, that was followed mm-hmm. by another show called Lovejoy, which starred yeah. Ian McShane, who was in Deadwood, oh. and he uh-huh. played an antiques dealer. And oh. there was a stage when, like, I was in my teens in the early nineties. There was a stage when it seemed like it was a really cool thing to be. Yeah, I an wanted antiques to do that. dealer. Yeah. Like every teenager wanted to be an antiques yeah. dealer. That was like <laughs> the cool thing <laughs> in England in the nineties. I remember looking Fuck. it up. As an actual thing, like as yeah, anyway. Sorry. Yeah, because yeah. he had a leather jacket and he got yeah, the girls. Exactly. But he also would be involved in investigating crimes. Obviously, it was more than just being an antiques dealer, as most wow. good teenagers. Oh. Anyway. teenagers here want to be dealers too. It's <laughs> <Yeah, that's> very <laughs> true. In the nineties, we had uh, Jason Priestley who made us want to grow sideburns. <laughs> yeah, that was it. I did it. You did? Oh yeah, absolutely. Of course I did. I was in college. You had to. Yeah, you yeah. had to. All right, uh, Team UK. The last question is to you. This legendary 90s series ran for 15 pulse-pounding, heart-stopping, heart-restarting seasons. Let's listen. Stop this any time. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. No, more this di- isn't more, the difficult, whole thing. <laughs> more difficult to sing along to. I'm pretty confident. It is a little bit, but okay. I think it's Fergus. ER. Is it ER? You are absolutely right. That was a theme to ER, the groundbreaking medical show. It uh, it had incredible cinematography. It had medical authenticity, all kinds of fancy medical jargon, and it had a sexy cast: George Clooney, George Clooney, No mm-hmm. Wiley. Oh yeah. Fucking hose me down. Yeah. That was, Anthony, good. that was a good. Anthony Edwards. <laughs> 
Was that Anthony <laughs> Edwards? Oh my God. The, the only guy to keep his shirt on during the volleyball scene in Top Gun? Yeah. yeah. Folks, this final question is worth 10 points. It is open to both teams. We're going to play one final theme song. Both teams can start singing along as soon as they recognize it. And whoever sings the best wins. Okay. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how we came the prince of a town called Bel Air. In West Philadelphia, I was born and raised on the playgrounds where I spent most of my days chilling out, maxing, relaxing, or cooling, or shooting some b-ball outside of the school. But a couple of guys, they were up to no good, started causing trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mum got scared. She said, you're moving your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. I whistled for a cab, and when it came near, the license plate said, first there was dice in the if anything, I could say that this cat was right, but I thought, man, forget it. Yo, who's the I pulled up to the house about seven or eight, and I yelled to the cabbie, oh, almost Looked at my kingdom, I was finally there. To sit on my throne is the Prince of Bel-Air. Wow! That was beautiful. You guys win this entire round, I've just decided. Ten points to you. Wow, that was amazing. See, I've got some years on you. I did not grow up with the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air like you did. It came uh, out just a little bit later in life. It was for people just a couple years younger than me, so I never got into it. That was actually, I think, the first time I've ever heard that theme song. <laughs> and I'm glad that it was your version. Thank you. So it was beautiful. Thank you. I play, uh, I play tambourine in a band that covers that song. Oh. Shut your mouth. <laughs> really? Yeah, like a few years ago down the shore. Jersey. I pulled God, that's great. He goes, I pulled up to the house in round seven. Yeah, it's good. It's ridiculous. All right, after round two, the scores are as follows. USA, you're killing it. 23.5 points. UK, not too far behind with 19. Let's get to know you a little bit better. Fergus, you played Russell Brand in Channel 4's Star Stories. Oh, yeah. What is the key to a solid Russell Brand impersonation? Um, I don't know. When the, I was watching the um, DVD extras a few years ago of that show and uh, there was a bit I'd like they did me up really well as Russell Band with all the makeup and I looked quite like him and there was a mm -hmm. bit when the producer was talking to the rest of the cast and they were saying he was saying oh Fergus is dressed up as Russell Brand they were saying wow does he look like him does he look like him and he went yeah yeah kind of like a fat Russell Brand oh, and I was God. sat at home watching that on the DVD extras, getting insulted in my own living room. Oh, you'd be yeah. pleased. And that is what started the exclusion diet? <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. yeah. So what's, uh, if I were to try to impersonate Russell Brand, which I'm not going to do, uh, what would be the key? Is it the makeup? Is it all in the makeup? I guess it was in the makeup. I mean, the whole pretense the of the show was that it was kind of bad impressions, so that was easy. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> so, yeah. so it was just exasperation and it was an aura syllables. it was just shouting Ooh, I think I did a lot of that Ooh, <laughs> a lot of arms a lot of arms yeah yeah a lot, a lot of, of arms. arms yeah a lot of arms a lot of Medusa hair Sophie Black according to your bio the actor Kevin Bacon called a sketch that you wrote the funniest thing he had ever seen mm. please contextualize that yeah, for us. imagine if that was a lie and i went oh no that's no um yeah no <laughs> you can't really check can you okay no uh it was um it was a sketch about um if anyone listening has ever done a casting for a commercial but um they're pretty depressing things because you go in and you're asked to do really demeaning, awful things, and the only reason you're doing them is for the big cash that you'll get for doing an ad. Mm -hmm. And uh, but um, so, I mean, I remember being asked to just place biscuits on a radiator, and I did it. And <laughs> um, and then they turned to me completely without any irony and said, "Can you look a bit more into it?" <laughs> and that's kind of the point in your career where you're thinking things are not really going my way and so um, me and my friends wrote a sketch about how demeaning it was and how close to sort of prostitution it was essentially uh -huh. and and you know a guy comes in and and does a, a casting and he's asked to do all kinds of ridiculous things and yeah apparently then a friend of mine was working in LA and he had a meeting with um, Kevin Bacon yeah. And he said he worked in comedy and Kevin Bacon went, oh, you haven't seen that sketch of you. And uh, and he was like, yeah, my friend was in it. And then, of course, he immediately emailed me and that's my sad, tiny claim to fame. 
Wow, that's wow. amazing. I know. It's a good one. It's especially like. funny since like Kevin Bacon hasn't had that experience in 35 well, years. You'd think, you'd think. Right. Well, you see, that we were so on relate. the money. We were so on the money with it, you see, he could remember. Well, he's oh, actually in a... In, he's in, in a, a run shit out here, actually. Yeah, in Britain, oh, is he really? in commercials here. That's true. I like the idea that maybe he had to audition <laughs> for that. And they said, "Can oh you put God. some biscuits on this radiator? <laughs> no. Look like you're really." Did you do that one uh, better? That was that was the one I used to get a lot when I would go out <laughs> yeah. for audition. Yeah, 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 yeah. You do that, but just better. Oh, yeah. thank you, thank you, Matt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, you're terrific. UK, thank you for being here. We're going to be right back with our final round after this. Do you think it's okay to finish someone else's food? Do you have a fight with your friend over whether or not he should wear his Phillies garb to a Colorado Rockies game? Does your wife want to keep a chamber pot in her art studio? If so, please do not write in to Judge John Hodgman. I heard all those cases already. Judge John Hodgman is the show where I, John Hodgman, adjudicate disputes between real people calling in over the internet, and I tell them who is right and who is wrong over such important issues as is a machine gun a robot and is it okay to go through the garbage at the Canadian House of Pizza and Garbage? Bailiff Jesse Thorne rounds out the cast for a fun-filled podcast of judgment and justice. Kind of two of the same thing, actually. Judge John Hodgman, take a listen if you do not mind. I order it. Come visit the courtroom. It is open to all and located at MaximumFun.org. Welcome back to International Waters. I am here in the L.A. studio where we are all taking furtive sips of our Bud Light <laughs> and Clamato. Everyone throughout round two was just sort of checking to make sure nobody was looking and then taking a quick little hit off the Clamato and Bud Light. They're not bad. It's not bad. Dave, I think it's pronounced Bood Light. Bood Light <laughs> and Clamato. And so to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried very, very hard, and I want you to know that it's been as useless as the power cable for a Microsoft Zune because the winner of the final round receives one million points. Here's a bag where you can pick up the shattered pieces of your mind because I blew it. Your mind. All right. This round is called Reboot to the Head. We here at International Waters cannot get enough of reboots and remakes and rehashes, reimaginings. Put a re in front of something and we'll take it. Who needs original ideas when you got all these perfectly good movies from 10, even five years ago? So, teams, I'm going to give you a famous movie the other country has made. You pitch me a reboot with your nation's unique spin. For example, uh, putting Colin Firth from The King's Speech in an alien-busting mecha suit. Or, or putting John McClane from Die Hard in an upstairs-downstairs type farce where nothing gets murdered except the class system. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> Bring it down. That, did Mr. Right. Nakatomi have that in his vault? <laughs> Team USA, you are ahead, so I'm going to have you go first. Putting two minutes on the clock, you've got two minutes to pitch me a big American reboot of Train Spotting. Go. All right. So we got a group of friends that are. Uh, um, lower middle class. Mm -hmm. uh, they're growing up in Rockford, Illinois, sure. and they are strung out on monster energy drinks. <laughs> yes. And Can't get enough. Um, one of them wants to be a cop. Uh, and, and one wants to be a construction worker. Th and uh, the other two want to, uh, are, are, are totally, they just want to keep their unemployment checks coming. Gotcha. And, uh, and the one who wants to be a cop uh is uh he's 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 the he's the lead obviously the uh one of the unemployed gentlemen devises a plan to uh meet uh he finds a uh, antique automobile that's for sale on Craigslist sure uh he devises a plan to meet with the gentleman and uh steal the automobile but then what happens Santina? Oh God, I've never saw trains body. Oh, <laughs> and, even better. And then they want to steal this automobile, right? So, sure. um, but the police officer and the construction worker—they've been working hard, right? And these two yeah. unemployed guys are like getting all of the glory of of this plan. Sure. And so they divide. 
they divide. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. They, they do divide. break up. See, what happens is is that the, the cop decides last second that this is, is not the best plan, so he, he takes... He takes the car after they've got the car uh, before they go and uh, take it to the fence, sure. and uh, and then he uh, he uh, he loads it up with Monster Energy drinks. Sure. I was just going to ask about that because that's kind of the, the main character in this thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Yes, yes, yes. And and then and then uh, he. Uh, he rides off into the sunset. Yeah. Uh, uh, he really just just takes the the trunk full of Monster Energy drinks to uh, to his house where he he puts the Monster Energy drinks in his his shitty shitty old uh, Honda Civic and then he he calls the cops and tells them where the car is. Perfect. Time's up. Yeah. Santina, I love that you were sort of half pitching an origin story for the village people. I know. Yeah, I, I was really just... enjoyed that. <laughs> Thank I really you. enjoyed that. And that's a movie I would see. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Mean, they already did it with I, Can't Stop I, the Music, but was, it could use more Monster Energy drink. I, I think thinking, we can all agree. Right? Well, I haven't seen Trey's Spotting, so as soon as he said four people and one is a cop, I, I went. <laughs> you ran with it. You did the only <laughs> thing you can do. Very good. Team UK, you are up. You got two minutes to pitch me the reserved, understated, stiff upper lip reboot of Animal House. You know, the raunchy 1978 comedy classic with boobs and beer and Belushi. <laughs> Don't I don't We've know both it. never you don't know seen it? it, but let, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. So what let's is it? You give can, give I mean, us the, what is it again? I think I know the it's idea. John yeah. Belushi frat boys, black sheep, black sheep frat house uh, yeah. on campus. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ragtag bunch of frat boys who don't play by the rules, and, and okay. John Belushi spits out uh, mustard or something. <laughs> what does he put in his mouth? Just a puts sandwich? something. Yeah, like he puts a lot. I mean, yeah, like a, oh no, like it's a little donut. Like a coconut ball or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he punches his cheeks, and he says, I'm a zit. Okay. I don't know if it holds up. All right, okay. Team UK. Okay, the UK so, version of Animal House starting now. So a group of teenage boys mm-hmm. are doing their Duke of Edinburgh award. Sure. Um, <laughs> and they've well, got to, they're doing what, orienteering. They're doing orienteering. Which is map reading. Which <laughs> is map reading. Thank you. They're lost in the Peak District. In the Peak District. And, and one of the compasses is broken, Uh-oh. which is a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> because that leads them to a little yoldy pub. Yeah, where um, because it's the countryside, you can get in without ID. It's yeah. easy, and we can drink at eighteen. And we can drink. Oh, at but they're seventeen. Right. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So they go into the pub, and <laughs> things get wild and crazy. They have scotch eggs behind the bar. They have scotch eggs behind the bar. <laughs> And um, what happens with the donut in Animal House? <laughs> I'm, I, mean, I can't. I'm not going to tell you again. They, they so, put it in their so, mouths and then start and start a Scotch egg fight. Yeah, one thing leads to another. Yeah, sure. And <laughs> before you know it, a Scotch egg has fallen on the floor. Oh no! It hasn't broken, but it's oh. almost broken. Yeah, and the landlord <laughs> comes out and says, "Hands off my Scotch eggs!" <laughs> And um, and then uh, and then the craziest, wildest member of the gang, well, sure, the Belushi, played the new by Belushi. Jeremy yeah. Belushi, <laughs> sure, um, just picks up the scotch egg and throws it at the landlord. And then before you know it, the next hour and a half of the movie, because this all just happens in the opening three minutes. Okay, and then the next great, wow, action-packed. The next hour and a half of the movie is just a scotch egg food fight yeah. <laughs> with no dialogue. Where you just see the scotch egg flying across the room yeah. and just blurred people, but it, the focus of the camera is on the scotch egg. Yeah, it's a really, it's more of a student art project. <laughs> than a uh-huh. Well, your time is up. Wow, that was really good. First of all, I think everybody needs to do some research. I think everybody needs to fire up their Netflix and yeah. go back in time and watch some movies. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. You both did great. But we Let can pitch see. this as the UK answer to Animal House still, no? I think you could. Yeah, okay, I think you good. could. Good. Uh, but I'm going to tally the points up here in my head. I, I, will, I do have to take into account the fact that we are just a tiny bit hampered by Bud Light and Clamato. <laughs> Right? Yeah. We have just a tiny bit of a fog to work through. But even still, I'm going to say the UK is the winner for this week. Okay. At least. Congratulations, UK. You're the greatest country in the whole wide world. Maybe you can celebrate by nuzzling up to your beloved queen, feeding her with jelly from your head glands, and birthing her 200 (laughs) screaming larvae. You're bees, right? British people are bees? Yeah, already doing that. Already doing it. (laughs) Now, before we finish, do you guys have anything that you want to plug? And also, to offset the ego karma, maybe also something else that you were not personally involved with that you want to just uh, recommend to our listeners. We'll start here in the U.S., Nick Craig. 
I'm doing shows at the Laugh Factory in Chicago next week. Oh, That'll be a lot of fun. Sure. Um, and I'm a big fan of Elizabeth Warren, Senator Elizabeth Warren. I uh, would like everybody to pay attention to her. Great. Plug and Warren. Mm-hmm. I'm down. Elizabeth Warren for president. Okay, yeah. Santina cool. Muha. Uh, let's see. Um, you could follow me on Twitter at Santina Muha, S A N T I N A M U H A. Yep. And uh, please, if you're in the area, come see my show at the UCB Theater. That's the Los Angeles area. In Los Angeles. 930, 930. At 930 at 930 on Franklin Franklin Ave. It's a great streets so have mm-hmm. a drink and a dinner get yourself some fancy you can beer even get a Oaks. scotch egg at the franklin company you can you yes you can because you will die <laughs> but don't start a fight no. and um and uh have you guys been watching that show the fosters on abc family it's very good i have seen some of that it it's really very good, good. anyway that's Solid. something i'd like to play. i like that Thank all you. right fergus craig um i have a book coming out on uh 26th of september called mm-hmm. Tips for Actors. I have a um, Twitter account called Tips for Actors, which is like bad advice for actors under the <laughs> pretense of being good advice. Oh, good. Cool. And um, yeah, I have a book. And Ellen Page has done The Ford. And, Very um, nice. Yeah. That's a get. Yeah, that's nice, right? That's just, real nice. Yeah, she was just nice on Twitter, and I asked her, and she did it. So that's very oh. nice. And she now, seems like a good person. Good for her, yeah. She does seem like a good person. And now every time I send her an email, there's like a worrying two days where I'm like, have I gone too far? <laughs> <laughs> and then she sends back a really nice email. So, Is there anything yeah. Ellen Page has done recently that you would like to plug? Um, no. I, okay. I, I really don't like her work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was going to plug, plug something called um, Alice Ant. It's like a... What do you call it? IDM. That's what you call it over there. It's like dance music. EDM. EDM. EDM is what we call it. Yeah. I don't know. It's really good. Alice Ant. Alice Ant. Yeah. He or she. They have an EP, and it's on uh, iTunes and all of that. Mm. Yeah, it's Alice like kind of old school house. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's good. Yeah, it's huh. good. Yeah. I like okay. it. It's like melodic. Yeah. Tech okay. Sophie Black. How about you? Um. Well, I'm actually. I've written something with um, the man to my left, Fergus Craig, which is um, based. It's a sitcom set in a um, drama school. And we've got a little clip uh, that's been doing the rounds at the moment. So if you put actor school into Google, you can see it. Or put it into YouTube. Sorry, that's what I meant. Okay, yeah. I came out. I'm Actors school old. into YouTube. Yeah. It's, okay. Um, it's okay. Yeah. And so, we'll also post a link to it uh, at, yeah, on cool. at IWPod. So that's all good. Okay, good. And something else that somebody else made that you want to plug. Um I haven't really thought about this, but the last thing I've oh. seen that I really, really loved, which British people listening could probably still listen to, could watch on iPlayer, is The Walshes, which is, um, which was a sitcom on BBC Four, which I think is absolutely one of the best things I've seen in ages. So right. I would recommend you watch that on iPlayer if it's still on. Great. Check it out. I myself have the Friday 40, the second Friday of every month at the Nerd Melt Theater in Los Angeles, California at 9 o'clock. Next one is October 10th, Brent Forrester from uh, from the last couple of episodes of uh, of International Waters is going to be joining me. And uh, let's see, something that I want to Okay, I am right now in the middle of Boy George's autobiography, Take It Like a Man, and it's great. It's, great. <laughs> it's so good. You can't get it on a Kindle, but you can get an actual physical copy, and you should, because you'll want to underline things. It's that good. All right. Nate Craig, Santina Muha, Fergus Craig, Sophie Black, thank you for playing International Waters. You there with the headphones, thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time on International Waters. Goodbye. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Nate Craig, Santina Muha, Fergus Craig, and Sophie Black. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. The show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by Chris Morris and at Max Fun HQ in Hollywood, California by Jennifer Marmer. The script was written by Asterios Kokonos and Sarah Morgan, and our producer is Colin Anderson. Goodbye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.